Hello, hello, hello. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the pod. This is TNC the Premix. I'm Cody. The I'm, handsome voice you can hear is Tyler. I'm, I'm Tyler, also a handsome voice. AKA Sugar Dunkerton, AKA <laughs> Downtown Funky Stuff Malone. AKA the Bad Boy of Brunch, AKA Draco Malfi, LKA uh, Tyler Soros Rex, AKA Triple Tito Tyler, AKA the Spanish Larry Bird. Yeah, we are we are back for uh, episode seven, and uh, episode seven is brought to you by Six Hundred Five Real Estate. I I have been looking for houses recently, Cody. It I'm, is, uh, need, I'm I'm in need of a good real estate broker, a smart mind, a great leader on and off the field. Go is there on. anything is there anything 605 real estate can do for me in that department? Um I've I've seen a few different uh broker associates uh maybe you've heard of him Brian Miller um Ooh uh I mean he sounds handsome maybe even tall Based off of the picture that I'm seeing he does look like both of those things Ooh, Guess who's going to get my tiny commission check <laughs> But can you tell me a little more Brian hails from Madison, South Dakota. What? Uh, he is in his second year in real estate. Although Brian is new, he's passionate. He's passionate about giving his people the best possible experience. And let me tell you guys, right now is a good time to buy. Interest rates, interest rates are down. Stonks are up. <laughs> stonks are stonks. <laughs> he might be your guy. He, uh, he believes that reliability, communication, and promptness are the biggest reasons um, this, this guy appreciates his this, experience. <laughs> this broker associate sounds like a quarterback on and off the field. Man, that that can be like he sounds like a perfect real estate broker. I bet there's probably way more bro. I bet there's way brokers. No, wait. I bet brokers at this. <laughs> all of them are good. Sorry, got a little confused for a second, folks. <laughs> I was thinking about Brian dreamily selling me a house. Like I got confused. Say broker one more time. Broker. <laughs> All right. But yeah, um, like I said, this is uh, episode seven and um, brought to you by the nice folks at 605 Real Estate. Um, so if you are in the Sioux Falls greater area and you're looking to buy or sell a house right now, might as well uh, look those guys up um, their website, realestate605.com. And I guess uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Let's get into it.
All right. All right. We in? We in? Are we in the matrix? I think we're in. Fuck yeah. We just hacked the mainframe, folks. Cody, how was your Easter? Um, it was rather uneventful. Um, as a essential employee, I traveled back to North Dakota. Yeah, so yeah, I, I saw. Spent it alone. I saw that. <laughs> Yourself? Not this uh, I was a tad bit hungover. I went to my mother and father's, my mother's house, to uh, do a little Easter celebration with the family. Uh, didn't eat very much food because they were having ham, and I consider ham a food of the poor's. So I didn't eat any of it. And then uh, I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by myself. And then my, then my roommate Taylor came home and he watched it with me. And I ate some pizza. Is that so actually like, pretty, pretty fucking good. Is that like the legit, uh, like the Turtles, Turtles in Time? And... Uh, yeah, well, first of all, that's the third one. I watched the first one last night. Mm. That'll be the 1990 classic classic movie teenage mutant ninja turtles that one that one she's showing her age a little bit listen it's still it's still a top 10 movie of all time i believe the critics all agree with me on that one do not look that up <laughs> but uh i watched it i will be watching tmnt2 the secret of the ooze tonight mm. i'm having a little bit of an unofficial teenage mutant ninja turtles week tmnt week i'll be watching many of their films and as you might recall, I've been reading comic books. I might jump into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books, comic books too. Nice. Speaking, speaking of, uh, of comic books, um, I know that we talked about, I think on episode three, we talked about the Sioux Falls Joker. And uh, yeah. I reached out to him to try to get him to come on because I had quite a few questions about... <laughs> uh, about the whole Batman, the Sioux Falls Batman situation. Um, turns out his uh, his Facebook account is deactivated again, and I can't get a hold of him. So, is the government um, trying to keep us down? Are they trying to keep us from becoming supervillains? I mean, all roads are leading to that right now. Um, <laughs> Did we become too powerful too fast? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Sioux Falls Joker. Um, I mean, at this point, he's he's not. It's not being the most reliable. So I guess we'll just, we'll kind of leave that one out there. Um, we'll see if we can get in touch with him, get our people in touch with his people, you know, set something up. Not super optimistic at this point in time. God, I hope he comes on. I have so many questions. So many questions. Like, did he kill Heath Ledger? Hmm? <laughs> hmm? Um, Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, you got uh, you, you got anything written down? Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I figure. Um, do you, do you want to plug in the uh, Michael Freeman reading at yes. this time? Yes, because I just listened to it in the bathroom before the podcast to you know reset myself, and it fucking killed me. <laughs> it's perfect. Okay. Well, we will cut that in right now. Rumors Bar in Greel, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. A few years ago, I took a boy's trip down to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I had booked an earlier flight than my friends, 
so I landed and checked into our Airbnb house alone. I believe the hour was roughly 2 p.m. I was famished from my travels and needed to satisfy my hunger and my thirst equally. I did a quick search via the Google machine for sports bars and pubs. Rumors Bar and Grill was first in my results and it was only a few minutes away. I wasted no time and hailed an Uber. A nice young gentleman whose name escapes me. He picked me up and we began our journey. I sat in the front seat because I love to make things awkward. It didn't take long for him to realize that I was not from around the area. As we were conversing, he stopped to point out that we were driving through a very popular gay community. He chuckled, which I could only assume was due to my own heterosexual bravado. You probably won't spend much time here, he said. I laughed, he laughed, and we laughed together. We arrived at Rumors Bar and Grill and parted ways with a quick goodbye. I gave him a five-star review and a nice tip. Yes, I do tip rather nicely. I walked in and bellied up to the bar. I looked around and noticed a young Asian man. 19 or 20. He was playing pool with a 60-something-year-old white guy. There was also a butch spike-haired woman and a very large tattooed gentleman down the bar from me. A lovely lady bartender approached me and she asked what I wanted to drink. For my own enjoyment, I asked for a bush light. She laughed. I laughed, and we laughed together. I don't know where you're from, she said, but we have tufas on tall drafts. I told the nice lady bartender to just bring me whatever's closest. I drank two beers quickly, whilst waiting and checking up on my comrades via our group text. None of them would land for several hours. I began to strike up conversations with the other patrons at the bar. They all seemed pleasantly surprised with my polite conversation. I placed an order for wings and a few more toothers. The wings came very quickly and were quite a delectable. At this point, I had consumed roughly eight tall beers and needed to find the commode. The nice lady bartender pointed me towards the bathroom. As I walked, I noticed a sign that said, No sex in the bathroom. I pointed it out to the lady bartender. I laughed, she laughed, and we laughed together. I walked up to the urinal, and I noticed another no sex in the bathroom sign, as well as many posters. The posters were all for drag queen competitions. And my, did the contestant's picture look lovely. I finished up and made my way back to the bar. At this time, 
my lady bartender was being assisted by a large ginger-bearded fellow with rainbow suspenders and shorts well, well above his knees. He was overly enthusiastic to take my order for another toothless. I was probably ten tall beers at this point, and I decided before my ability to walk or make good decisions was subsided, I'd best leave. I called an Uber and requested to settle up with my tab. The large male bartender and some of the other patrons were openly saddened when learning I was leaving. They assured me I would have more fun if I stayed, and I assured them, Spongebob meme, I'd, I'm a head out. I didn't know when I walked through the doors that day that I was going into a gay bar. Had I known, I likely wouldn't have gotten to enjoy the cheapest beer and arguably some of the best wings in the neighborhood. I was Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born before it was cool to be Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born. Minus the alcoholism and the suicide. Spoilers. I should have said spoilers. All right, that was the uh, Michael Freeman reading. A um, little, little backstory on that. Um, that was based on an experience that I had a few years ago. Um, went down to Fort Lauderdale, Florida for a music festival, um, the Tortuga Music Festival. It's essentially like We Fest on the beach. It's like a three day. Tortuga is Spanish for turtle. That is 100% factual. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the, the intent of the festival. It's a, uh, a fundraising. Um, I'm not sure exactly the percentages of proceeds and how all that works, but they give money back to like marine life, uh, habitat, and certain things like that. So it's a good cause, but it's also... They give, they give the money straight to the animals, I'm assuming? I think um, if they have Venmo or Cash App, I think they just send it <laughs> right to them. Um, I could look that up to be certain. Um but yeah, I got, it's, that, I got some turtles that owe me some money, so I want to know if they're catching that cash. <laughs> it's uh, um, I, I highly recommend that if you if you like. So it started out as like country music festival, but uh, like the last few times, like they've had like Snoop Dogg, um, they had Nelly, um, they they've you know they're starting to branch out. I think I'm trying to think who else they had. They had like some pop and rock people too. Um, but I was blacked out the majority of the time. So I kind of forgot, but any that was the whole point of me being down in Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And the, uh, the, the whole reading that Michael Freeman did was about my experience at rumors bar and grill. Um, it, it was magical. Essentially just did a, you know, a quick Google search and ended up going to a bar to get some food and some beers before my, my friends got in for the festival and uh spent several hours there and uh cody's not very aware and uh come to find out that it was a very very popular gay bar in a very very popular gay community (laughs) and uh it was it was fucking awesome man everybody was super nice especially the all the males that were there they were very very nice to me um and i think that's how you solve like homophobia like one rumors bar and grill experience at a time because i got hit on a bunch um raised my self-esteem i had some fucking awesome awesome wings very very good wings what flavor did you go with what kind of are you a hot are you a hot 
And what, what kind of flavor of wings are you? I think I went for something like crazy, like some sweet chili or something. And then like so you're telling me, like, did they have a name of a wing called Flamin' Hot? Because that, I mean, <laughs> that wouldn't, that would be good fucking branding. <laughs> Every wing flavor is normal, except just has Flamin' before it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, um, I, I don't remember exactly what I ordered, but it was, the food was fucking good. And the company uh, was great. <laughs> it was, it was, uh. It was a good time, good experience, and yeah, they did. They didn't want me to leave. They wanted me to stay and hang out, but I figured. I bet uh, they wanted you to hang out real hard. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to black out and then brown out, so <laughs> I bailed out of there. But shout out Rumors Bar and Grill for Fort Lauderdale, we'll Florida. Live, we'll do a live cast there one day. <laughs> Dude, it's a cool spot. Like I said, very friendly people. The uh, when Michael Freeman was talking about at the end, where he basically said he was Bradley Cooper and Star was born before it was cool. I might have laughed a little too hard. And I got real sad because I started thinking about Star is born. <laughs> and now I kind of want to watch Star is born. Yeah, hopefully um obviously you'd have to watch that movie to get that reference, but uh Bradley Cooper finds himself in a in a gay bar uh slash I don't think, like a I drag just, competition. I say I think posting. it was I don't think it was a gay bar as much as it just was a drag bar. Uh-huh. Uh, he uh, he didn't realize that there were cross-dressing males um, dressed up as women inside that uh, that bar. So it was a similar experience where I didn't know the environment that I was in. Um, that there is nothing there is nothing better for your self-esteem than someone hitting on you for a change. Yeah, God, I could go for that right now. I'm feeling real low. <laughs> um, God, God, that actually sounds magical. Plus. I would. I might actually go online and I might buy a T-shirt from Rumors, because there used to be a bar named Rumors in Madison, and it was, it was a popping place. Shout out Rumors. I miss it every day. I was actually going to bring that up because I was like, I was pretty sure that that bar in Madison used to be called Rumors. Yep, and not really a gay bar per se, but eh, live and let live. <laughs> um. So I got like some some NFL stuff that I wrote down. Um, I read a couple articles. Not sure how true it is, but there's a possibility that old Belichick might be checking out another kicker from SDSU uh, by the last name of Vinna Terry. I don't know if that rings any bells. I've heard of <laughs> I've heard of him. And for yeah. people out, for people outside of South Dakota who are clearly listening to this all over the globe in South Dakota, Adam Vinatieri might as well be a God. He, he could, he honestly might be able to murder someone in front of the, the chief of police and be like, Hey, that's a future hall of famer right there. You let him be. Vinatieri might get put on Mount Rushmore. No doubt. Yeah. It's like when you're such a small, like such a small state, by like population and you get certain people that come out of the state and become famous or become like notably successful. It's like, yeah, we embrace them as our own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's normally, I don't claim anyone from West river. I believe he's from rapid city or somewhere around there. I, I got to steer into the skid. I mean, he's ours. hundred percent. I've frequently said if we could trade Huron and Aberdeen 
and a player to be named later for Deadwood, and we move Deadwood to where Huron's at, I'll be going to Deadwood twice a month. That would be awesome. We should look into that doing that trade. I think that'd be good for us. <laughs> Figure out who we need to talk to. <laughs> I'll call the uh, mayor. No, I don't know. I'll look into that. <laughs> I'll call the prime minister of West River. I'm not totally sure what they do out there. They might not even have government. I believe Wild Bill might be in charge. He his name's been tossed around in certain circles, I believe. Um, oh, but yeah. But, so yeah. Chase Chase Vinatieri the nephew of Adam. Um, he went to, you know, his home, hometown Sioux Falls, went to Roosevelt High School, then went to SDSU, senior this year. Um, but, yeah, he's uh, – there's rumors floating around that uh, he might he might be being okay. looked at by, by Belichick and, and some of his scouts. So, hopefully, that would be cool. Oh, yeah. Wish him nothing good. but the best. I'd say good for him. Good um, for him. I'm pretty sure he's actually a pretty decent kicker too. Yeah, he's um I didn't wasn't able to catch a lot of SDSU games, but I I was starting to watch them um because some of them were able to be streamed on like the ESPN yeah. app and stuff. So I Yep, so I'd put him on and yeah, he he was making kicks. I think his longest uh was like a 44 yarder. Yeah, but, I was say 47 or something like that. But which is not really uh like a discredit to him because uh, Jack's offense was usually pretty decent. So depending on who they were playing, they usually scored, you know, so he was kicking extra points rather than having to settle for field goal. And you give Belichick like three months to mind fuck him. He's going to be bombing 57 yarders. Oh yeah. Just out of, just out of pure fear. I think you should want to, you do not want to piss off Belichick. I think maybe he should just like, just try to get fancy with it and bring back like the barefoot kick. Ooh. Uh the I think his name was Jack Dempsey, the dude who used to kick barefoot. He had like the club foot. Oh. He died of the Ronies. See, I think he wore a shoe though. He had like a specially modified boot. Well. Well. But yeah, sure. but good uh segue into a weird kicker. And RIP <laughs> RIP yep. to him. RIP in peace to the the legless wonder. <laughs> um so I, I got I got to ask you again. Everything that I've been seeing is showing that Tua is healthy. No, is that fake news? I you know I'm just going by what I read. I didn't do any more. I didn't do any deep dives into the research. <laughs> I just saw that he was failing physicals left and right. Really? Yeah. And... So I, I looked that up, and um, and this might just have been like some newer stuff, or maybe they were trying to, you know, cover that. And try to get some better publicity out, but I guess I only read like two articles, like one on ESPN and one on New York Post. But everybody's saying that he should be ready for the draft, and his little stream pro day thing he tried to do looked like it went well. So I don't know. I just didn't know if you had heard yeah, well. I haven't heard anymore. I didn't do any more research. I consider him broken property now. Uh, that's <laughs> that's why I don't do my research. You've taken him off your board. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he's going he's gonna to come out and win the MVP his first year and make me look like a jackass. But, I, I mean, a pro day, especially streaming it, where, I mean, Photoshop, editing. Uh, deep fakes. All of that. I was going to say, deep fake, Chinese government. Uh, these are all things that can make you look a lot better. 
than what you really are. You know why? Because you're not getting crushed by a 345 pound lineman and shattering all your previously broken bones. He looked great in shorts though. <laughs> so tall. Look at those, look at those calves. Yeah, no, I get you. I just figured I, I didn't know if you'd uh, heard any more about it, but I, I started to, it was fresh in my mind after we talked about it, but yeah, I guess we'll, we'll see. That's one thing that's really going to be tough with this draft is you can't, there's no, you know, one-on-one interactions. You can't come work them out in your facility, you know, actually see them like everything's social distanced. And like you said, it's awful hard to get, uh, a perception. I don't know if they did a live stream or if it was just a recording. Cause like you said, if it's just a recording, you can edit, edit that any way you fucking <laughs> yeah. want. Yeah. I was say, I'd probably get drafted if I could just do an edited version of my pro day. Oh, guaranteed. <laughs> just cause I also look great in shorts. Plus they'd be, they wouldn't even be shorts. They'd be cut off sweatpants. So they know I'm gritty. <laughs> they know I'm a real lunch pail worker. <laughs> Some gray ones. So we can get the outline of your ass sweat. Uh, yeah, I was and I implant and, and the gray sweatpants so they can see my dick print. Except I'm just gonna massively overstuff my dick. Like, got to. Yeah, I was gonna say they're gonna be like, "God damn, this guy's gonna be great in the locker room. He's got a hog." <laughs> True leader. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what what's your take on the whole Nick Foles, Mitch Trubisky uh, situation? Mitch Trubisky, bad quarterback. That's that's not a hot take. He is in fact not good. Do you remember? Um, I, I guess when I when I think of Mitch, I think of uh, back when Gruden was still in the booth and he would do like his uh, quarterback his, camps, his little interviews with people. And I can just distinctly remember him asking Mitch. Maybe we've talked about. I can't remember if we talked about this before, but when he was asking Mitch to give him his hard count, and Mitch is like, "Okay, okay, okay." He's like down set hut and and gruden's like no 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 your your hard count and he's like oh yeah, yeah yeah down set hut and then gruden's just kind of like what the fuck like <laughs> no like a hard count <laughs> yeah i say like any like literally i do respect that he just immediately said the exact same answer it's called confidence <laughs> yeah. um yeah Trubinsky, not fucking good Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP. It's um, like a lightning in a bottle type of guy, though. A, an elite nickname. Nine Inch Nick. Big Dick Nick. Big Dick Nick. That is a fucking absolute monster of a nickname. And I, with the Bears, if they just had a competent quarterback, they'd be pretty fucking good. And our pal Big Dick Nick might be that competent quarterback. Plus, I think because yeah he's in he's in Jacksonville and he was had a Gardner Minshew right yeah because he ended up getting hurt hurt right? and that's what led that's what led Gardner Minshew be the quarterback and the whole Minshew mania yeah which yeah. Jacksonville like Gardner Minshew didn't look bad didn't look good but he is like a, he's a fucking character so they're just gonna he's a Florida character through and through. Like well, that's what those people that's what those people need down there. Well, and you'll have to have to fact check me on this, but I'm pretty sure that it like Nick Foles started, then he got hurt, then Minshew Mania happened, then Minshew Poopy happened, <laughs> and then I think Nick got better and then he came back. 
then uh, I think played. Uh, and, and but then he got benched, and then Minshew took over again. I believe. Yeah, probably should have done uh, my saw, research on that. But. I saw a picture of, speaking of looking good in shorts, I saw a picture of Gardner Minshew training and like two days ago, and he was wearing cut-off jean shorts. Whew. Whew. Get me a little hot behind the collar. That man was popping out of them jean shorts. I, I like him. I think he's um, he's definitely got the gunslinger mentality, and um, I think he'll be a good – I think he could be good. I mean, he's fucking polarizing. He had everybody in Jacksonville with fucking mustaches on their faces. Like everybody was buying into the Minshew mania. Like there's something to be said for just being a personality that kind of gets people talking about you and you're on people's minds. Like obviously you got to be able to like throw touchdowns and score points and lead a team, but it obviously helps when people, yeah, it obviously helps when you're like fresh on people's minds and they know who you are. My uh, close associate slash roommate, Taylor, dressed up as Gardner Minshew for Halloween, and he pulled it off really well. He got the Gardner Minshew jersey. He had, uh, he had a fake mustache because can't really grow the facial hair. But he filled out the pair of shorts in more ways than one, am I right? <laughs> but he had, and he had a real good scumbag vibe to him, too. It was actually impressive. Like, I just have a natural aura of scumbag, but Taylor doesn't. And he threw that costume on and I was like, Oh, I thought I was getting fucking cucked. Um, <laughs> like, listen here, partner. Did you, uh, did you see the whole, uh, MLB thing that they were talking about potentially doing? Putting them all in like Arizona mm-hmm. and that shit. Yeah, yeah were... I, saw, I saw it. Talk, I talked about it with uh, our one of our sponsors, Brian, on Saturday a little bit. Yeah, like supposedly they're they're talking about like realigning some divisions. Yeah, it's and... gonna be like I think I think I saw it's gonna be Cactus League versus like Grapefruit League or some yep. bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're gonna split it up and there'll be like a grape. Well, this is all hypothetical. They're just tossing ideas around. But yeah, Grapefruit League where all the games will be played in Arizona, the Cactus League, all the games – or excuse me, Grapefruit League, all the games will be played in Florida. Cactus League, <laughs> Cactus League, all the games will be played in Arizona. Holy shit. <laughs> as, soon as, you, as soon as you said it, I was like, well, that doesn't no. seem right at all. <laughs> yeah, we're going to play all the Walt Disney, uh, Disney World games in Mexico, and we're going to play all of the Chalupa Bowl stands in uh, Florida. It's going to be fucking weird. Yeah, so I don't know if, you know, they're just kind of speculating, tossing some ideas around, and who really knows if sports are even going to, you know, uh, until they can well, figure out what they're going to do. Well, uh, just before we started filming the old cast, uh, Trump Daddy gave a little speech, and he sounded like he he sounded pretty fucking optimistic. Him and that doctor he's got, his doctor bro, like Fauci or Fauci or something Fauci? like that. Fauci? They were like they were going like old school Hardy Boys style like tag team. They were like fucking Ronies, bro. We got this shit yacked right now. They were pretty confident we might be getting stuff back here pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously one of those things you kind of got to toe the line because, I mean, not to get dark, but you know, if you just stop everything, like people have already lost their jobs, and you know, it. it 
you know, fortunately for the two of us, you know, we, you know, got marked as essential and can still continue to get paid and, you know, have an income, but yeah, it's, 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 it's a tough one. I mean, obviously if, if the virus, you know, goes rampant and spreads and, you know, kills a bunch of people, that's going to be terrible. But also if people stay at home and lose their jobs and lose their life savings and, you know, people start committing suicide, I mean, you know, bad news bears. Uh, yeah, it's just a shit. Everything's bad. Well, situation. I've got something on that, but I wanted to bring up this while we're doing a little NFL talk. Tom Brady, quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, copyrighted the phrase Tom, Tampa Bay, T O M P A Bay, and also Tampa Brady. Saw that. Those are great. Those are A. Plus. Tampa Brady is pretty fucking good. Tampa I mean, Brady's good. TB, 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 you know. Which makes me think he might have done this just for that marketing. Because that lines up pretty goddamn well. Yeah, I saw that too, and I thought the same thing. It's like, that's, he's a smart guy. Um, Yeah, there was like a lot of the, I don't know, people were floating around conspiracies that he he had planned this and he was planning on going to Tampa Bay even like last year and all this stuff. Like, they were talking about how he, they do like the Brady times or whatever, like that newspaper thing that he used to do just like the, the illustration. Yeah. And there was oh, supposed yeah, to be like an alligator. There's supposed to be like an alligator in it. And they're like, well, there was an alligator in it because he was going to go to Tampa Bay. I was like, well, that might be a little <laughs> connected a lot of dots there. There's also gators in Louisiana. Is he going to the Saints? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, I just have a question. I didn't do any, I didn't do any research at all on it, but I saw uh, Drew Brees chose like, Sunday night football over Monday night football. Did Drew Brees retire? Or is this like a future thing? Uh, I, that is a breaking news to me. I feel like I would have heard, I feel like I would have heard of Drew Brees retired. Drew Brees picks NBC over ESPN. Ah. What is I, once again, I, I saw the headline. I did no reading. I just saw it. What the hell? Let me see here. Oh, it just says Drew Brees is signing with NBC Sports over ESPN in a move that will make him a fixture on NFL telecast after he finishes playing. Oh, okay. That makes so sense. He, I guess they're snagging him up preemptively. Which is weird. I don't know why. Like Drew Brees doesn't move the needle for me at all. Nice enough guy, but just he's he's another guy that starting to get a little bit of that receding hairline. Plus his the birthmark on his face is just yeah. That's I didn't want to bring that up because <laughs> I I didn't know what it was. But I remember like when he was in like college, like I think he played at Purdue, and I think he was in the like Heisman like thing i just remember being little and seeing like an interview with him and he had that on his face and i was just like guacamole (laughs) (laughs) like it was it was offensive i mean i think there's worse people to get in the booth um as we've seen in previous years um but yeah i don't know i mean yeah he he wouldn't necessarily be a person that i thought really moves the needle either i mean He's really no, he's no Tony Romo, am I right? That's facts. <laughs> but yeah, nice enough guy. I mean, I think he's, uh, you know, intelligent. 
Um, I don't know if that's what they're banking on is that they're like, oh shit, you know, we got Tony Romo in here and he can, he's reading these defenses and figuring yeah. out like the, the pre-snap, you know, what, everything that's going on, you know, maybe that's what we need. We need to get another guy like that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, good for him. I mean, well, secure the bag, man. I, I got nothing wrong with it. I just, I saw that and I was like, fuck did Drew Brees retire. Dude, had my you, mind had that, my mind all in a pretzel. You you did that same thing to me for like the first few minutes until I looked it up. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad you did the research because I just saw it and was like, huh, I guess I'll figure it out some other time. Um obviously you are a Game of Thrones fan. Um This is true. Have you heard of the mountain? Uh Hafor Jordanson? Yep. Um, AKA the mountain. I consider um, him a friend. Yes. So everything in the news right now, I believe it's sometime in May. He is. So um, he's going after like the world deadlift record. Which and, is owned by Eddie Hall. Yep. Eddie Hall in. <laughs> Look at me. Eddie Hall in 2016. He did a 500 K um, 500 kilogram. Uh, that's deadlift 1,100 pounds yeah uh yeah 1,102 pounds um and he did that at the europe's uh strongman or europe's strongest man uh the world deadlifting championship on july 9th 2016 here's a little fun fact for you guys at home if you ever need to remember how much a kilogram weighs one kilogram is 2.2 pounds i did not learn that dealing drugs I can't see you winking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a little, so obviously Thor has been training to do this um, for quite some time. And he was planning on obviously doing it during competition, which is where all of the world record deadlifts have occurred. It has, to, yeah. it has always occurred in like a giant's live or an Arnold or a strongest man competition, yeah. something. Um, but being that everything is shut down with the coronavirus, he's now going to uh, do it on live stream. And then they're going to have like a Guinness world record judge there and they're going to have it all set up and all this stuff. But the problem is, is that the rest of the strongman community is really against it because this will be like the first attempt at a world record deadlift that's outside of an actual competition and, and times times change, situation change. They're gonna have to grow. They're gonna have to grow with times. And so, like I, so I'm I'm a hundred percent with it. Um, that if he legitimately has a judge there, and they have calibrated weights, and he's using the same bar and all that stuff, and they have a judge there, and it's more or less, uh, you know, judged within a group of like ten or less people and all that yeah. stuff, like. If he legitimately pulls the weight, he should be able to hold a record for yeah. the 501 kilogram, which is 1,104 pounds, and he should be able to be the world deadlift champion if he does that. However, after listening to like a few, I, I listened to like Brian Shaw, who he used to be, um, he used to hold the deadlift uh, record at one one point in time. An American um, bloke. Yeah. Um, and they were talking about it. And it's, it's weird because like the deadlift, like to the one thing that I learned going down this little rabbit hole of uh, world champion deadlifts is like, 
they have like no fucking standards. It's like sometimes it's on regular bar, sometimes it's on elephant bar. Elephant bar, okay, yeah, because I I know I did research a little bit of research into that, and by that I mean I definitely Googled it. And the elephant bar is like longer, and they say that's not it's not true because like you don't get like the same bounce and shit or something. So I try I did a little bit of research on that too because I've I heard the same thing like they talk about well this guy did it on elephant bar this guy did it on that so from what I was told is that on the elephant bar the ends uh and maybe the overall length too but I know like the ends are longer and then the plates are only like a couple inches so that you could fit you know fit more plates on yeah it. um but then the the one thing that I that stuck out to me about the elephant bar mainly being different was that there's a lot more flex in it and it bends and i guess that's yeah. where they get the elephant name because it's like it bends but i guess oh, i thought it was made of elephant i mean this makes more sense <laughs> i mean i it could be i didn't i didn't get that far into it's just, it just a pure <laughs> ivory bar um but yeah so supposedly like when you go to pull it up because it bends you have to be like more calculated and like you have to almost go slower to like give it time to flex Cause like if you pull, it might start bouncing and then, you know, then you die. Yeah. So like <laughs> everything that I've uh, seen was that the elephant bar by most people's accounts on it are saying that it's actually more difficult, but then some people say that it's not. So I, I don't really fucking know, but yeah, well the fucking mountain is like six foot nine. Like that'd be like, not everyone can do the, like he might need a bigger fucking bar. Like it's not like a, if it just weighs, if it weighs a thousand and four pounds and he picks it up, that's a fucking deadlift. Like I'm one, sorry, one thousand one hundred four pounds. One thousand one hundred four. Sorry, I don't want to sell him short. <laughs> yeah, and like so, like I so I hundred percent agree that if it is sanctioned, they have a judge there. He does it. He pulls the legitimate calibrated weight. He should be the world deadlift champion and hold the record. But I do believe that there should be a notation or a small asterisk that does say was done out of competition in his own gym. Um, and the, the only reason I say that is because after listening to Brian Shaw talk about it, like it kind of makes some sense. Like in most of the time in competitions, like you don't know when they're going to call you up to do it. Yeah. So like you don't like, have the pre- you don't have the prep time. Yep. Like it's like and, that. I mean, yeah, I know, I know all this because I was actually the world's strongest man in 2002. <laughs> I was gonna say, that, you know, yourself being a power <laughs> a power lifter, like you know that, like some of that's mental sometimes. You know, you gotta be in the right headspace. So, like, there's a big advantage to being in your gym around your people, using well, your equipment or you know stuff that you're familiar with. Yeah, like the, the mountains, friends are gonna be there screaming in Icelandic, like do 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 like terrifying. They're going to be listening to Norwegian death metal. Like he's going to pick the 1,104 pounds up. Oh, yeah. And, like, that was one thing that they talked about. And then, like, when you do it inside a competition, like, you don't know when they're going to call for you. There could be somebody that's making an attempt before you. And, like, they talked about, like, a few guys where they've, like, some guys, like, tried to do the attempt before someone, and then they bled all over the place, and they, like, come out there and, like, wipe stuff up, and it's just, like, kind of fucks with your mind, and then, like, they don't give you very much time, and they're like, all right, you're up, and you only have so much time to go up there and get set up and, like, lift it and all this shit, so. Uh, I think I saw a video, it might have been of Eddie Hall, it might have been of Brian Shaw, where they were deadlifting over a 1,000 pounds, not sure the exact weight. They, like, locked it out, and then their nose just started pouring blood, and I was like, yes, yeah. Mm. Like their body literally was just like, well, we picked it up. Time to start bleeding. And I mean, like 
if I'm Thor and I just witnessed somebody do that right before me in a hypothetical world, if I was Thor, uh, (laughs) and somebody does that before me, that's going to be a little bit on my mind. I'm like, Oh fuck, this guy almost died. And I'm going to try to do that. (laughs) Hopefully I don't die. But I mean, it like so because of all this it started like a huge beef between eddie hall the current record holder and thor because he's going to try to go for it and it's going to be sanctioned it's going to be on a live stream and all this stuff but i mean i understand where all the other strongman people are coming from because they never got the opportunity to do it before and now he's going to be able to do it at his own gym and live stream and all that stuff but at the same time it's like thor wasn't training to do a live stream lift he was yeah. training to do the legitimate lift and he's, he's ready public, now. Yeah. Like, he, you know, you, you only have, you know, you only have a certain window of, you know, how old you are, like where you're at with your training and all that stuff. So, I mean, at the, at the same token, he wasn't planning to do this. This is what he's yeah, forced to this do. Is, yeah, so. This is not something he was. Yeah. That's why tough nuts, Eddie Hall, please don't fucking eat me. But <laughs> my cousin, change with the, yeah, change with the fucking time. <laughs> like, yeah, he's going to do it on live stream. If it's sanctioned, it's sanctioned, and you're going to have to fucking deal with it. And if you want to have the record, fucking do it again. Once again, please do not eat me. <laughs> well, and unfortunately for, like, Eddie Hall, like, when he did the 500-kilogram uh, deadlift, I think it was right after that, like, uh, with, like, health complications and stuff like that, like, he had to, like, retire because he was, like, going yeah. to die. So, yeah, well, those, pe- those people are fucking huge. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like I follow like I've seen most of these guys on like Instagram and stuff. Like I follow the mountain on Instagram, but uh, like I've like looked at Eddie Hall's because I knew who Eddie Hall was, and it's like you can't be six foot three and four hundred pounds and have a six pack. Like that's just that's not what God intended. And these guys are fucking, and they're eating twelve thousand calories a day just to maintain mass. And it's like yeah, they're in good shape. They can't bend over to tie their shoes. Mm-hmm. Like they have to use a fucking pressure washer to wipe their ass. Yeah. It's probably going to take a toll on you. So Thor's getting in while it gets good. Yeah. And that's, that's how I feel. I mean, I, they can notate it and say, you know, this was the, this was done on a live stream outside of competition. But if, you know, if they're going to sanction it and they're going to write it down as a world record, it is what it is. Now at this point, guys, anybody else that's still lifting now you can do it too. You know, no, exactly. It's not like, it's not like this is just a one and done. Like everything else has to be in competitions. You can do it on live stream too, as long as it's sanctioned. And I can see all the old guys, you know, that did it before, especially like Eddie Hall, who, who won't attempt it again because, you know, he had to retire from it due to health complications. You know, it, it sucks for you, man. But, you know, at the end of the day, if it's sanctioned and he was pulling the weight, I mean, he still did it. And I, I get the gripe because it wasn't a competition. It's a different thing and all that stuff. But, yeah. The time, the time is now, old man. <laughs> um, Eddie Hall is showing up to my house and just beating the shit out of me. It's going to be such great content. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're definitely going to need to film that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just him spinning me like a pizza. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Um, uh, I, I got a little segue. Okay. Speaking of two giants, my little brother is starting to challenge me for dominance and things. Mm. I'm going to have to put him down. Got to. So, so my mom for Easter does like, does little games and stuff. So you can get your Easter basket or whatever, which spoiler alert in my Easter basket this year, I got 
Reese's eggs and fucking hair growing shampoo. So <laughs> a little bit of bullying for your boy. But this year she did like uh um you had to get like 150 points and it was kind of set up like there's so there was like the beer pong cups, like the red solo cups, taped to like a science fair cardboard, like trifold background. And you had to stand like five feet away, and they did the cup, different cups had different points. And you had to add up to 150. So I got there. I did mine. My little brother instantly just in my ear the entire fucking time. This kid is fucking just chirping me. And I'm like, listen here, you little bastard. So I eventually get it. And he's like, yeah, oh, it took you six turns. It only took me four. And I was like, all right, I fucking see you. And then the next competition was uh, a putting, like a, like a putting green. And at the end there was... Like the 50-point hole was really small. Then there was like a 10-point hole that was big. Um, we were not using a regulation golf ball or putter, so that was a little bit of a detriment to me, but I fucking crushed him. And then afterwards, he was like, well, let's shoot again. So I was shot again, and I fucking crushed him. And then I had to get physical with him because he was still talking a whole lot of noise. And listen, he's a big boy. He's 6'2". He's 200. He's 16. I'm not saying it was easy, but I fucking manhandled him. And my mom just saw her oldest child bullying the shit out of her youngest child. Instantly went mama lion mode. Was like, hey, you knock that off. I was like, well, if he's going to talk like a grown man, I'm going to put him down. She's like, no, he's my baby. I'm like, mom, your baby is a large human. He is 16. He's got to learn that I will throttle his ass. Because I've only got like a couple good years of strength left in me. After that, things will start failing. I have to put him down now, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, my Easter Boy. went slightly different. <laughs> That's pretty uh, pretty eventful. Good family bonding time. Yeah, especially because I was also wearing, like, once again, cut-off sweatpants and, like, a windbreaker. And I'm just like wrestling him in my mom's living room, which this, my mom's house was built in like 1908. It's, it's been remodeled, but it's not meant for <laughs> two full grown men to just be throwing each other around. Like my mom got a new couch. First thing my little brother did was like hopped on it. Like, Ooh, new couch broke it immediately. <laughs> like, <laughs> like these are not, we are, we are wrestling in an arena that was built for like, 1950s style men were like the biggest guy was like 180 pounds that's hilarious <laughs> it still it still blows my mind like how much younger your brother is than you it's crazy yeah, to me well, one of us was a mistake and one of us was planned and i was not planned <laughs> um how many how many chapsticks is too many for an 18 month old child to eat? Do you know <laughs> this, what that number is? <laughs> this is actually a funny thing. Fans, <laughs> you can't see this at home, but a couple of weeks ago on one of my lists, I wrote down eating chapstick. Did you ever do it? <laughs> and, uh, let's see if I can get you to see it. <laughs> Did you ever eat chapstick? That's hilarious. So, this is clearly something near and dear to our hearts. And I'm thinking the number is three. Yeah. So little man is, he's getting 
you know, he's almost, well, 18 months will be 19 months, but he, uh, he's to that stage where he has like his fine motor skills so he can fucking get into everything. You have to lock all the fucking cabinets. It's a pain in the ass. Like I go to grab something out of the cupboards and it's locked and you gotta unlatch uh, shit. I will, I will attest to this because there's child locks on our cabinets, even though there's no children here. And I frequently get fucking furious at them. It's like, I'm trying to go, I am trying to grab a garbage bag. I shouldn't need to crack a fucking safe to get into these. <laughs> like, um, I came back one time, um, I was, when I was working on the road and I came back and Lily had installed all these child locks on certain things. And a few of the ones that she had, they're like, they use magnets. And so like, you can't see the locks. It does. The cabinet looks normal, but when you go to pull on it, it won't open. And you have to take this magnet and run it across where it's at behind it. And then it'll lift it, lift free. And then you can open the door. I didn't know that there's no marking on the cabinet that shows me that. So I come back and I go to open up the cabinet. It doesn't, it doesn't open right away. So I just start, you know, bowling a China shop, just going crazy, slamming shit around. And Lily's like, whoa, 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 you're going to break it. There's a, there's a latch there. And then she hands me this magnet. I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? She's like, Oh, there's a thing there. I'm like, would have been something that would have been nice to know. (laughs) Maybe you could have shot me a text before I broke six cabinets. (laughs) But yeah, little man's running how am around. I supposed to get, how am I supposed to get my gushers when they're locked behind this fucking safe? Yeah, it's it's terrible. But I've slowly come around to it now that I know that they're there. I take the time to do it because it's worth not having to clean up like a fucking pile of malto meal in the middle of the floor because that little shit likes to get into everything and just grab shit and throw it around. And which brings me back to the whole chapstick thing is he fucking gets into everything. And like before never had to work. Like there's no way he could have got the lid off, but somehow now he can fucking get the lids off. And that's his new favorite thing. I got like the original blue chapsticks and he's probably ate like three or four of them. Like just, and he loves them. (laughs) There's a reason I wrote down, did you ever eat chapstick? Because I, in my younger years, and by younger years, I was probably like six. I think I was in first grade. I'm pretty sure that's six. I definitely hammered a couple chapsticks. Like there was like Dr. Pepper flavored and like Mountain Dew flavored. I hammered a couple of them. And I don't recall there being any bad side effects. <laughs> but like I also maybe I'm not, I might not have been potty trained at that age. Like I have no idea. <laughs> like yeah, I, was, I, got my, I got my chappy right here. Yeah, like so the pro- the problem with me is like I have I always have one of these little blue chapsticks. Chapstick, if you're listening, we'll, we'll pick you up. Um, it's like I don't need it, but it's like a worry stone for me. Like if I yeah. if I leave the house, uh, like I'm out working on site or something, and yeah. I don't like I do the pocket check, and I don't if have I don't it, feel if I don't feel that comforting tube, I freak out a little bit. I start LL Cool J licking the shit out of my lips and <laughs> I can't what, stop. That's only making it more chapped. <laughs> yeah, I can't stop. It's, it's a bad it's a situation. Circle. So yeah, I always yeah. have these, but now little man's fucking eating them. So it's been a problem. I don't know. Let them eat them. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably why I don't have any children, but I, he'll eventually learn. I assume oh, no, that he will. <laughs> I assume chapstick can't be like that bad for you because we're putting it on our lips. Yeah, I bet it makes your I bet it makes your poops fly out pretty nice. It's it's more of an inconvenience for me at this time because there's like teeth marks 
And then I got to like do the whole crank it up, put my finger on the top, yeah, flatten yeah, it, out. Say, <laughs> it out. Yeah. The chapstick I have sitting next to me uh, just recently came out of the washing machine mm. and I opened it up and it was a little broken on top. And I just, I did what you said. I put it up, I fingered it, finger blasted it a little bit. Now I got another thing of chapstick. Good That's the move. Everybody's done that. Yeah. Honestly, I think chapstick tastes better after it's been seasoned by the washer. <laughs> See, I've done that before myself, but then like I'll taste the Tide <laughs> or whatever detergent is on it. And that's just, I can't do it. I got to throw them away. Ah, yeah. See, that's why I use free all in clear zero deter or zero smelly stuff in it. Doesn't Smart. taste like anything except chapstick. Smart. Yeah. I, I just cleaned my room earlier, like uh, not earlier today, like an hour ago. And it's not like my room was dirty. It had like some like dirty, like had like some clothes sitting on the ground. And I literally found like seven tubes of chapstick. I was like, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> um, talking about that multi meal made me think of another thing that I had written down. Um, I like when it comes to cereals, we've been, we've been doing some like cereal lately. Like when I was back home because it's delicious. Yeah, cereal's good, and it's like an easy meal that you could just throw together. And now in these times when going to the grocery store is a pain in the ass, if you can just get some milk and a few boxes of cereal, it can last you, last you a while. But, like, Lily gives me, like, a hard time because I like to buy, like, the old man cereals. Oh, God damn it. I was hoping you weren't going to say that. Yeah. And oh, my God, Cody. She no. she beats me down about it because she's, good. Like, uh, like, Lucky Charms or – um and even honey nut cheerios really isn't that crazy into like the sugary ones you know it's not like tricks or fruity pebbles and which don't get me wrong i do like those it's, <laughs> it's just i'm more of like a sustenance guy so like i like like a special k or some sort of fiber or oh my god recently got the uh, raisin oh. bran with uh, vanilla clusters in it oh pretty fucking good oh i don't eat a lot of cereal anymore I mean, but like every, every couple months I will go to the grocery store and I will absolutely mash a box of like fruity pebbles. It just, it will not survive. Is there uh, anything better? I will, I will, I'll get, I'll concede on this, that there is nothing better than the milk after that uh, has been bathing fruity pebbles. It, it's fruity, icy cold white milk. It's literally like my dream. That is good. I'll give you that. No, and it's not. It's not that I don't like it. It's just that I, I'm a, I'm a fat ass, and I just punish myself. It's the same reason I don't drink pop. It's like I, I like those things, but I just need to pick my battles and cut certain things yeah, out of saying. my out of my regiment, or I will be three bills, especially during this quarantine situation. Yeah, I was just like, as as a person who has cut soda completely out of their life, except for like the occasional like, cocktails. Yeah, except the occasional alcoholic bevy. Um, yeah, I understand the cutting out of soda and that's not to say I don't ever indulge myself, but it, they're few and far between. Like mm -hmm. I'll occasionally, like, I mean, high school Tyler had no problem yamming a couple, two liters in a night. Fuck yeah. Damn near 30 year old Tyler. If I drank two cans of Coke, I would have a heartburn for three days. <laughs> I, and then, yeah. And then I'd be real, I'd be flirting with three bills. Dude, I remember uh yeah when i was like 20 21 um 
like super hungover, my big thing would be just get some greasy, greasy fucking food and then wash it down with like some Dr. Peppers or something. Oh. And I, I just felt like that was like the most refreshing thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is, that is a hundred percent accurate because uh, a fountain dew when you're hungover and you're like 21, a fountain dew that's just icy cold that hits like if for some reason it feels like it washes your brain. It'll cure what ails you. Yeah, and God damn. But if I had to drink like a 32 ounce Fountain Dew right now, I would probably get the top two inches down and be like, my tummy hurts. <laughs> um, Which is probably why my hangovers have gotten worse. So, I've gotten better at drinking. <laughs> had a little bit more practice. Yeah, I don't know. Like, um, yeah, the whole Dr. Pepper, like, used to be just my fucking go-to, like, hangover. You loved, you cure. loved DP? Are you saying you just loved DP when you were young? Hell yeah. But now you can't recover from DP so well? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It just, uh, I think it was just because my, my mom always had Dr. Pepper in the fridge. But, yeah, I would, for some reason, if I was, like, really hungover, I thought I could have it. Now it's, like, that doesn't even seem appealing to me. Just like you said, like, you you might get the first few drinks down and then it's just so heavy and syrupy and too much sugar. But which speaking of gaining weight during quarantine, if you guys see me on the street, fat shame me, uh, this quarant this fucking coronavirus has thrown my, my diet into a fucking spiral. Go ahead and fat shame me. So tell her you're looking a little puffy, like grab my fucking grab my love handle or something. Cause I saw pictures of myself in the summer. I was looking svelte, was looking lean and winter happened and then this quarantine i just put off the summer bod and i'm gonna need some outside inspiration fat shame me don't be afraid to send me don't don't be afraid to send me text in the middle of the day being like put the fucking food down i probably won't be eating but i need that (laughs) yeah dude i i relate to you 100 percent i uh i've i've never been in great shape i mean the, the best shape that i was probably ever in was uh, probably like nine years ago, I was like 189 pounds and I ran, I, I didn't do very much training, but I ran a 5k with like one of my buddies. I did it sub 30 minutes. Um, but I got passed by like old ladies, uh, 12 year old girls, um, and natural athletes. And, and, uh, as soon as I crossed the finish line, I like went immediately over into the grass and like threw up. So like uh-huh. even even back then I was not in very good shape and I did in like tw- <laughs> yeah. twenty nine minutes which is not a good time, um, but yeah I remember that uh, that five k it was like health for Haiti or something like that and they did uh, it was like a charity thing and they donated to uh, um, <laughs> Jamaica not even Haiti it was fucked up <laughs> <laughs> and they they like donated some stuff over there um, and uh, it was there was like just like a shit ton of soccer moms running the thing like a bunch of like mid thirties, forties, uh, moms essentially. And just dominating. I just remember like after I went over and like threw up, like one legitimately was like rubbing my back, like trying to give me a granola bar. <laughs> and she's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I do this, I, I'm just super hungover because I was out with hot chicks last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like that's probably the best shape that I've ever been in, which was not great. But yeah, now like back then I was like 189, like I'm almost a hundred more pounds than that now. I'm, I'm not, I'm not up there, but I'm, I'm, I'm putting on the bulk. It's, yeah. 
I like to convince myself that I put on like more muscle mass since then, but kind of got a whole beer gut situation rocking pretty hard. Yeah. It's not good because I saw that. I mean, beach season is coming. I will be wearing bro tanks very soon and I'm going to have to do something real fast. Um, I was talking to, I was talking to my buddy, Bart. I don't know if you've ever met Bart before, but solid name. He was talking, he was talking to me and he brought up something and I'm sure you probably uh, experienced it a little bit too. And it's just something I didn't think of now that I'm uh, a married man, but whole social distancing and Tinder situation probably kind of sucks. Yeah. It's, it's not great. It's uh, hard to be like, Hmm. I mean, like, I think I have a tweet saying it's like, yeah, it just might be my face and I'm blaming it on social, on social quarantining right now. But uh, this actually leads me to a very good story I actually have written down. Mm. So Saturday night, we, uh, me and a couple fellas decided, you know what? Bars are all closed down. Guess we're going to head to a house party. So we go to this house party. I immediately fall in love with this girl. Just immediately. She's wearing a Notre Dame sweatshirt. Uh, she's not ugly. She finds me funny, which is obviously she's got some sort of mental disorder. So I like that even more. <laughs> uh, got a little bit of insanity in her eyes. So I was definitely in. We talk. I fall in love. Uh, roughly seven minutes into talking, she drops that she has a boyfriend. Shatters mm. my heart. Shatters my heart. Uh, I didn't really recover. Uh, but I fell in love and got my heart broke all within a 10 minute span because you just don't see girls anymore. You, just, you can't go, can't go out meeting them. Uh, there's not, we're not, we're not forced to be in the same area anymore. And it's starting to get, it's starting to get tough out here. Hard down here for a pimp. Yeah. Which I, I was, not describe myself as, but. Fun to say. <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking about that. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck man. Cause he said the same thing. He's like, yeah, he's like, this is, this is, this has been pretty tough. He's like, this is like the worst part. You know, like you can't, can't meet chicks. You can't really, you know, you're not really supposed to go out. It's just a, it's a tough time. Yeah. Like once this thing, once this thing clears and everybody gets released back in the, out in the wild, everybody's going to be banging. There's gonna be lots of banging going on. <laughs> That's why I need to be fat shamed. <laughs> but Yeah. Stay home if you sick. Come over if you thick. Um, God, I'll never forget. I'll never forget my ten minute love affair. <laughs> Hopefully she's pretty, listening. Pretty, pretty rude when her boyfriend gave us a ride home too. Pretty fucking rude. <laughs> salt in the wound. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, and it was blizzarding, and he couldn't drive in the snow, and oh god, it was damn. It was just heartbreaking. Then we made him stop at Classic Corner so we could all buy $7,000 worth of gross gas station food. God, I hate myself. <laughs> That's a good way to cap off the night. Just... Yeah, I was going to say, nothing says, nothing says fell out of love than going to a house party when you're quarantined. We had less than 10 people. We were being socially responsible. It was a real intimate party. Uh, but nothing caps off than falling in love, getting your heart broken, then eating a bunch of gross gas station food with your boys at 3 a.m. We've all been there. <laughs> Fucking quarantine. Yeah. And that's, I actually have this written down too. Um, bars are closing. Like you can't have, like most bars aren't even open. 
and the bars that are open are very, very, very only allowed to have 10 people or less in there. Dude, we might need to declare war on China because I can't fucking do this anymore. Either send me over there to die in China or let me go to bars. I can't, I can't do this anymore. The music was too loud at the house party we went to. I was upset. Uh, at least in bars, I can get away from that a little bit. No, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, that's why I wanted to bring that up because, like, not that I was, you know, not that I'm being insensitive to you, but it's just something that doesn't really cross your mind when you're a, a married man with some kids at home, the whole bar scene. But yeah, had this been a few years ago, I would have been going stir crazy. I probably would be losing I'm, it. <laughs> I'm legit thinking about op- opening up a fucking speakeasy in my basement. Like, we're going to check your temperature temperature before you come in, and you got to know the password because I can't fucking do this anymore. It's been almost a week. <laughs> it's been too long. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, goddamn, you can't. And plus, like, the one bar that is open is my buddy's bar. So it's like, yeah, it's cool. But, like, I mean, obviously I like it. Shout out Sporties. It's my, it's, it's my place to be. But fuck, like you can't just have 10 people in a bar. That's such a cock tease for a larger crowd. You get 20 people in a bar, there's probably like a 0.07% chance that one of those people will have sex with me. And every time another 10 people come in, that number goes up. And you start getting 10 people in there, pickings be slim. Especially if they got like boyfriends and want to make silly decisions like that. Yeah, pretty fucking rude. How dare she make me fall in love with her in minutes? <laughs> Laugh at my jokes? Those jokes are for me. <laughs> I was also wearing an all gray New Balance sweatsuit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I was putting the vibe out. I was wearing an all gray New Balance sweatsuit, uh, blue blocker glasses, like the clear ones that you have. Mm. I was wearing those and a backwards hat, a.k.a. prime time. I mean, I don't. She, I'm I'm surprised she didn't fall in love with you. I think what I think she did. She just slowly realized that her ride home was her boyfriend in the middle of a blizzard, yeah. and then she bailed on you, which is still pretty fucked up. Yeah, I was gonna say, it doesn't seem like my fault at all. <laughs> seems like seems like it was all her just trying to be like, oh god damn it, I fell in love again. Oh, I got a oh, I have a boyfriend. Ooh. <laughs> fucking rich. Plus, I totally could have taken the boyfriend. <laughs> also, if he's listening, I'm so sorry. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Pretty fucking rude. Pretty fucking rude. You got any more zingers on your list? I uh, I got a couple more things, but I'm thinking I might possibly save them for episode eight. Um, I've got some. I've got some ones that have just kind of pertained to Easter. So I feel like it'd probably be best if we fired him off now. Hell yeah. Um, Reese's eggs fucking rule. Facts. They should have those all year. I've, I've had this uh, same discussion with my buddies before, but for whatever reason, the Reese's eggs just hit different. Like they, they're better. They're better. They're significantly better. It makes no, I think it's cause there's like thinner chocolate and more PB. Yeah, uh, but there's, some, like there's smooth. something going, I yeah, don't know. There's, there's something going on there. And they are fucking and this is not to say Reese's 
peanut butter cups are bad. <laughs> no, they're very good. It's just the eggs are <laughs> the a eggs tear are, up. Yeah. yeah. And they even like the Christmas bad. trees, like you can get the, sometimes you yeah. get like the Reese's trees. Those are good too, but the eggs are still eggs. better. The eggs is maybe it's the oval shape. <laughs> There's just something, something about Reese's eggs. They fucking rule. No, hundred percent in with you on that. Reese's eggs. If you want to sponsor the pod, I am here for it. Yeah. Shout out my buddy Engelman. He's a big Reese's egg guy. Matty big ice. Time. Big time. God damn. I'd, if Reese's eggs sponsors the podcast, I will eat 100 Reese's eggs on live stream in under an hour. Mark it in the books. <laughs> All um, right. Let's see. That was that. Um, this one, this one's not really an Easter thing, but it kind of goes along with the whole quarantine social distancing. I attended like seven fucking zoom parties this weekend. I even brought my laptop to the bar so I could have a zoom meeting. <laughs> I'm not going to say I hate them, but there's better. Like, I don't want to do zoom meetings ever again after this. I don't want to have eight people in a group or eight people on my screen. Everyone's talking. Um, I always turn out to be the asshole in it. Uh, it's just, um, they got to stop. We got to stop these. We need to go out in public more people. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, it's, it's better than zero interaction at all. Very but yeah, true. It's definitely true. not, uh, it's not a replacement to like in-person bonding. Yeah. That is very, very accurate. And it's, yeah, it's like, I love seeing, love seeing my friends, love, had saw friends that I hadn't seen in a while because, you know, they got families, they're responsible humans, stuff like that. Like yada, yada, yada. Can't go to a bar at 10 in the morning. But yeah, no, I, I got a, I'm more of a face-to-face person. And I went from a month ago, I'd never heard of Zoom. And now it's, it's everywhere. It's everything I've had. I had to do a zoom meeting today for work. I'm looking at bad screen zoom meetings at work. I want to go home and look at good screen, good zoom screen meetings with you. Mm-hmm. Don't I'm, I'm starting to blur the lines. I'm getting all confused. I said cuck out loud during a meeting like last week. <laughs> and I, don't, I don't think anyone heard me. Or I'm like, I've checked for an HR email. <laughs> like, maybe don't say those words. I literally said, what are those peer cucks doing? And I was like, oh, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I honestly, like, uh, I think Zoom is, is really, really taken off, which is crazy to me because like, I've only really ever known like the... Yeah, Skype. And to me, like yeah. Skype's, Skype's been around longer. They should be the alpha in this situation. But but Zoom wow. cucked them. From everything that I've been seeing, Zoom seems to be superior, at least for our purposes. I was going to say, working way better than Skype for us. Um, But that's, yeah, everything else I got. Oh, I do want to talk about this just because it is uh, very near and dear to both of our hearts. I uh, Goofy Movie is on Disney+. Plus. If you have Disney+, Plus. Uh, it's a very underrated Disney classic featuring two of the possibly greatest Disney songs of all time, Stand Out and Eye to Eye. You guys might recognize Stand Out from our intro and outro music. Eye to Eye. Fucking, eye to Eye, fuck, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they are fucking absolute fire songs. They're bangers. 
So I was doing a little research yesterday and I was like, God damn, you know what I shall, I should get for the summer. I'm like, I should see if I can find some, uh, the singer of the, of those two songs. There's a little guy by the name of Powerline. I was like, yeah, I should see if I should, you know, get like a Powerline t-shirt, like, a, you know, wear it in the summer. People would be like, damn, that's a good movie. And then I could talk to him about Goofy Movie for like 45 minutes. <laughs> really steer the conversation my way. Turns out Hot Topic has like 30 goddamn Powerline t-shirts. And they are legit. Like no they, have like, they have like concert t-shirts for them where it has like Powerline on front. Then it has like a list of dates on the back, like a normal concert t-shirt. They've got sweatshirts. They've got bro tanks. It's awesome. And they're cheap. They're like 20 bucks. And I think this summer, all I will be wearing, cut off sweatpants, Powerline Bro Tank. Powerline, the singer, Bro Tanks. That's all I'll be wearing. Might have to look into that myself. Yeah. (laughs) I'll forward you the link because I bookmarked the fuck out of it. (laughs) Because, and they're, God, they're such nice shirts. And they're like, they're like cool, plus they're power line. People are going to be like, what the fuck? And they're going to be like, sit down. Do you have two and a half hours to talk about Goofy Movie? <laughs> but other than that, yeah, everything else I got can wait. I suppose we're probably, what are we at, like an hour and a half? We start at seven? Um, I think we're a little bit less than that, but then once we cut in the... Oh, yeah, we'll probably be over. Yeah. No, good cast, good cast. I brought the heat. Okay. Well, um, again, we are TNC The Premix. Thank you for listening to Episode 7. Episode 7, 7, 7. And I guess that's it, boys and girls. Uh, They're starting to hand out stimulus checks. If anyone wants to go ahead and spend that stimmy check money, burn a hole in your pocket, buy the merch, support it, tell all your friends. Maybe you you just Venmo me or Cody a couple hundred bucks. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, check out the check out the merch, tcthepremix.com. Buy a sick-ass bro tank. Wear it during the summer. It's got mine and Cody's faces on it, so you know it's going to be a hit. And, yeah, hugs and kisses to all my cats and kittens out there. XOXO. Episode, episode 7 in the books, boy. See you later. Bye.
baby. 